Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa Lowry and Rafael Marquez Castaneda. <laughs> Sorry, every time. And this week, we will be talking about the Monday episode with Chris Frangiola and the Thursday episode that I forgot to write the title of down. But it's going to be awesome, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> you know what it is. You heard it, right? <laughs> Um, so, little Rafi, it's just you and I tonight, today. It's this afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing better, um, now that this week is over. But I do want to shout out to a couple of people. Let's do it. And I know you have shout outs. So, first, shout out to Matt and Trice, and Terrence for all recording with me. And I think that last episode was really, really good. So if you haven't heard it, because you're like, Lisa's not on here, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that guy talk about whatever. I think you should listen to it. I think it was a great episode. And um, also, huge fucking shout out to Megan. She is the best friend that anyone could ask for. Love you, Megan. And I think that's it. No other shout-outs for me. Megan, I'll give you a shout-out just because you're awesome and we love you. And we need a we need a gal pal update. So if you want to call in anytime, this is live. So <laughs> You can call in 1-800-223-9797. We're taking calls right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, there's a rap station in New York called Hot 97, and that's their phone number. Please give us a call and ask for Lisa. <laughs> 1-800-223-9797. <laughs> Ask to listen to uh, Florida. So Please my, don't. <laughs> my shout-out is... Let's see, I have a negative shout-out, but I also have a positive. I Leanne posted something... Shout-out to Leanne. This is not the negative or positive. It's just impromptu. She posted something on Facebook about cold pizza and it being maybe <laughs> superior to hot pizza and and something like that. Number one, I think I've gone through this before. Like, I will go through the trouble of reheating old pizza in the oven and making it, like, beautiful and fresh again. But I did have to share, I have a really horrible pizza story that happened a couple of days before I left for my trip to Twin Peaks Festival last week. Is uh, we ordered pizza. My daughter and I were going to go out for sushi, and my son wanted to order pizza with my husband. So they ordered pizza, and I had to wait for a couple hours before I was going out to dinner. So I said, you know what? Let's share this, like, little slice of pizza. It was literally two bites. Her and I each had two bites, and we went out to sushi, came home, and proceeded to all get food poisoning for three days. (laughs) It was horrendous. Horrendous. So, uh, I was worried I was going to... Literally, the day before I had to leave, I was in the restroom every five minutes. And I'm like, I'm going to be the girl on the plane (laughs) running to the bathroom, literally. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, luckily I got it all all out of my system the day before but I'm like this is how we're starting our trip my son is up all night barfing I'm the other the other side and my poor and my daughter had a little bit of both where it's just like oh my god <laughs> what more can happen before we go on this trip but yeah from pizza would you ever even think pizza I think we should give a shout out to the pizza place that you got it from uh yeah Mari's Pizza um I used to go there when I lived in Anaheim, and I thought, this place is awesome, so there's one by our house. Let's order some pizza. So, Mari's, thank you for the gift that kept on giving. My system was completely cleaned out, so I I do appreciate that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think uh, Poppy's a little sloppy. That's the problem. <laughs> Thank God I got away from the mic on that one. Hopefully I didn't hurt everybody's ears. <laughs> oh, I think I even popped a filling on that one. That was good. Uh, <laughs> my other shout out is to Bruised by Dawn. Got a little message he uh, slipped into my DMs yesterday, and he's going to deliver some beer tomorrow. So I'm so fucking excited to taste his new brews, and I'll give an update next week on how they went. How they went? How my can you do went. him? Can or, do sorry, him? can you can you can <laughs> you do me a favor? Oh yes, and ask him uh-huh. on behalf of Trice uh, what his that that beer that he said was a replica of. Colonel Jeff Fox's beer. What kind of beer was that? Because I didn't get to taste it, but um, it's a question we should have asked. Okay, I'll ask tomorrow. I believe it was the level two, but I will. I was going to say level five something, but I don't know. Yeah, there's a level one and a two on those two, but I think it was one of those. I'll ask. I'll ask him. I'll get the lowdown for you, Trice. Shout out to you also, and Matt, and Terrence. And Lil Rafi for covering for me last week because uh, I hear it's I hear it's amazing. I am very happy with that episode. <laughs> I can't wait to listen. I, I really should have listened. To, oh yeah, no, okay, cutting that out. All right. Anyway, shall we talk about Monday, Chris Frangiola? I suppose. All right. He's a comedian writer. Uh, they were talking about going to good movies and him, he was talking about not being, having gone to a good movie all year. And I was curious, I think they both kind of like poo-pooed the superhero movies and I'm kind of right there with him, but have you seen any good movies this year? Uh, yeah, they, they talked about Wonder Woman, which I saw. And because as you know, my friends forced me to go with them to watch these damn superhero movies, even though I could not give a shit. Um, it was a fine movie. If that's what you're into. Uh, I'm, I was very much into the girl power aspect of it, but, um, as far as like giving a shit about wonder woman or any superhero, uh, I don't. So that was not a good movie for me, but two good movies that did come out, uh, recently were Baby Driver, which I saw twice, and The Big Sick with Kumail and Emily's uh, story. And that was really good. So I would recommend either of those. Okay, I need to see these then. I haven't seen any good movies this year, I don't think, but I can't really can't. I really, if I go to the movies, it's to see a kid's movie. So, And superhero movies, yeah, that's not my thing. I, I No, no, negative. You like movies where, you know, there's incest, people die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that kind of thing. I may be dreaming, I may be not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really liked it. Did you hear that noise? Uh, hopefully no. that wasn't the dog farting. <laughs> I, hopefully it wasn't you farting, but I'll blame my dogs. <laughs> there's a dog next to me that I could blame too, but no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> if its farts smell like stale pizza, then I know it's not the dog. <laughs> um... I share the same elite pride with Allison about my vision, which is such a silly thing because it's just how you're born. But I've always, my friend, my friends in high school, they would always call me Eagle Eye because <laughs> I can see, like, I'm spotting dimes. <laughs> um, 
or raccoons. You're spun raccoons I'm, on the side yeah, of the road. I'm spun raccoons and and they can't see shit, but and Allison was saying she's twenty twenty. I'm twenty fifteen, which is better than perfect vision, and that's that's all I have. That's really all that I have. <laughs> I used to have good vision and then a few years back my right eye would eventually get like a little blurry and now I'm sure it's worse. Um are you sure so it's worse? Just, <laughs> oh no, yeah, I, usually it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, I don't know what number it is, but it's probably not good. Um, it's just another sign that I'm old, and if I was a horse, they would have put me down a long time ago. Oh yeah, I'd be using you as glue in some of my crafty <laughs> projects, uh, or feeding you to my farty dogs. Oh, speaking of horses and farts, I mean. Uh, what was oh shit, I can't remember the name of the horse that Kramer gave the beefarino to. Oh, Rusty. Rusty. <laughs> Rusty. <laughs> what do you feed this animal? <laughs> oh, you know, uh, so I was gonna sing the beefarino song real quick, but I was going to do, but I was like, I can't ever have that audio of me singing that. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh I forgot what I was gonna say, damn it. Um yeah, I don't know. Anyway, great vision. So another thing Allison and I have in common. So that's all. <laughs> don't worry. I took more notes about other stuff I have in common with Allison. Everyone's going to be really intrigued. There's more. Don't worry. It'll come up later, though. Um, they talked about this weird, the notion that Instagram is killing, killing models, which was funny that he said it that way, but killing models jobs, which it's always interesting to hear how social media or how modern technology is changing the blueprints of how the world is mapped out now as far as getting jobs or just be, be, being a model you don't need that anymore you just have literally you just have to be on a reality show and be a model and then that's how you're going to get a job because your mom is on a reality show and you have a lot of followers on twitter like that makes more than just showing up to to, to work isn't that strange like followers is now the thing pushes you yeah that it it's weird fortunately i don't you know in my industry of <laughs> manual labor uh <laughs> we we don't get discovered on instagram so i'm lucky for that oh, it, it could happen you never know um i'm not you know i'll take my chances <laughs> are you a big reality tv fan i don't think you are i think we've talked about this you know, I'm not. I remember as like a younger person, my sisters would watch like the real world or whatever, and I would watch it because they were watching it and I could get into it. But no, I, I don't like watching other people like live their lives and then, you know, just complain about stupid bullshit. So no. <laughs> I feel like that's what this whole show is. Um, I... I love it and I hate it. Like, I also have another kind of elite pride where I'm like, I'm not going to watch this fucking Bachelor or the Kardashians. But I'm like, ooh, Real Housewives? What's going on with them? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, it matters. It's all trash. Even on my last trip, uh, my family trip that I took in June, I was, like, hard up for TV. And there was Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm like, I'm not going to lower myself to that show. And then by the end, I'm like, okay, I'm totally into this. <laughs> I have, wow. you know, I have. <laughs> Sorry. 
yeah. So they're talking about the bachelor, the bachelor pad in paradise or bachelor in paradise or whatever it is. And the whole incident with the possible rape or whatever. And I thought it's very strange that this is the first incident of any of this happening. It seems like, is there a lot of hush hush money going on or like, or is it just called hush money? I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's funny when this story came out, I remember hearing about it and it's, I feel like there probably was more of this kind of thing going on, but I feel like now because everyone's so woke how, you know, they were just like, well, they let it go too far. They were too mm-hmm. inebriated to be doing this, these things. So I feel like maybe five years ago, you know, would this have been a story? I don't know. But also, I don't actually know exactly what happened, but I don't think that story's out completely. But uh, the thing that I thought was interesting is I know he was a Chelsea Lately kind of guy, like uh, worked on there somehow. But when I, I can't fully respect a man who watches this much reality TV or knows this much about it. I can agree with that. Is that (laughs) sexist? Is that wrong of me? No. Well, I guess it's, it could be in the category of sexist, but I wouldn't consider it that. I feel like reality, reality TV is much more of a, a female viewership to that. And I don't know why that is, but I know that I'm part of it. So, (laughs) I think I'm going to get letters for that one. Yeah, lots of <laughs> sternly written letters. <laughs> um, so Chris Frangiola w- was a master electrician who, I guess you always are one. My husband is also one of those. But I can't imagine you're quitting. And also shout out to, to Ulysses, which I don't even know if he listens to this show. I know he's part of the Facebook group, but I know he is one. <laughs> um, quitting being an electrician to move to LA basically to go get a pilot. Like, uh, he went to whatever shit. I forgot the word. A con- okay. He went to a conference basically on learning to be an LA person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. How to sell, you know, a pilot and all that. And just basically go get a pilot, which it's kind of amazing that he actually did that. I mean, he's just this hasty that blows in and then he's, And now he's actually doing all these things, which is kind of, it kind of goes against everything they say you can't do, but it's kind of amazing that he did it. And why would an electrician, well, a lot of electricians I know are pretty funny, I guess, but it's to put everything down and just to leave to go do that is uh, some matzo balls. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that says about his personality, about like what his ambitions were, but um, it, it sounds like. It's not the common story, but glad it worked out for him. And coming to L.A. to hot tub parties and all of the different things that he went through where I thought, do you think he really maybe did some of those things and he just didn't want to share? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when I see a hot tub in somebody's backyard, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, we've got freaks on our hands. We've got to steer clear of being invited to any parties at their house, which, by the way, our neighbor... (laughs) Just recently asked my husband to come over and do the electrical because they want to put a jacuzzi in. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is where we part ways. <laughs> it's Bartles and James from <laughs> Futures from here. Um, hmm. I don't know why I got the impression that you guys at some point had a hot tub. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, maybe it's because you think we have everything. I'll take that over the fact that... <laughs> We would have a hot tub party (laughs) Uh, or have a hot tub in general. 
but yeah, I don't, I don't trust it. I'm sure they're great and lovely, but, um, it just seems strange to me unless it's connected to a pool. I don't trust it. If it's its own thing. And by the way, our neighbors are friends with people who, that are possibly swingers. And every time we, they, we're invited to their house, that's a, an immediate, ah, oh, we're totally busy, uh, on every weekend that you've asked for. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the hot tub type. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's going to ask your husband to come over, do the electrical and say, Hey, I'll be, I'll be inside. Don't start jacking off out there. (laughs) And since you have your, your tool belt on already, this is how porn, all porn starts. (laughs) Exactly. This is like his in to see if you guys are actually into it. Ah, yeah. No, the, <laughs> they, the they, they, they look at you two and they're like, clearly she, she's down. <laughs> Duh. We got to get Mike in on this. So uh, let's ask him to come over, do some electrical and then yes. we'll feel out. I, there was one time a long time ago that they invited me over for a drink before I went out with my friends. And I was like, why do I need to come over to their house for a drink? It was very random. And I told my friends, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going over to my neighbors for a drink before I come meet you guys. And they're like, for what? I'm like, I don't know. There was no, like, it was just like a random, hey, why don't you come over for a drink? But it never had happened before. And it was just me, not my husband. And I'm like, is this how it starts? Is this where we're going? And this is before I, you know, we've, you know, had sex with them. No, I'm just kidding. This is before <laughs> we've hung out with them a lot more. And, but then I showed up to their house and they're like, all the lights were on in the house and no one was there. The front door was open, everything. I'm like, the, are they trying to lure me in? Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, this sounds like a To Catch a Predator episode. Yes. I, was, I smelled some cookies and some sweet tea, and I just <laughs> <wanted>. <laughs> But So I ended up just leaving because there was nobody there. And I called them, and nobody answered. I'm like, this is fucking freaky. I'm out. Like, I don't know what's happening. I never really got to the bottom of that, but we're all friends. We spend every holiday together and there's never been a talk of it again. <laughs> That's weird. I don't yeah. trust these people. Well, now they're going to be having a hot tub, so we'll see where things go. <laughs> um, Chris also said he was, well, they were talking about getting auditions and going to auditions and seeing people that are you, like your type. And Allison going to something and saying, well, all these people clearly have more experience than me and they all look like me. So what's the point of me staying here? And I thought it was funny that Chris was called in to play the role of Screech because after seeing his picture, I was like, oh, that doesn't fit the bill at all. But maybe they decided to go a little, well, with a name like Screech, obviously they were going to go nerdy, Mm -hmm. but that whole thing was weird. But Dustin Diamond was part of my, my husband's group of friends in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And to hear how crazy he's gone, it's like, oh, cool. We're a little nutty. If I rented a porn and rented a porn, <laughs> oh, I'm just uh, calling in from the past. Um, I would be really disappointed if Screech popped up on my screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, the first thing that popped into my head was, has your husband seen the famous video um, with no. uh, the Screech sex tape? But I was going to make a terrible joke, but uh, we can uh, move on. <laughs> Eating in front of people. He has a real thing with that. This Chris guy. I hate eating in front of people. But not as bad as he is. It sounds like it's like debilitating to the point where he can't even go out. 
I don't like eating in front of people, but especially if they're not eating. If other people are eating, then it's fine. Like, I can go out to dinner and, like, whatever. But if someone else isn't eating and I'm in the room with someone, I start freaking out. I'm like, I need I need to turn on the radio. Like, I'm going to start hearing myself chew. Like, I need buffer. I can't. <laughs> I can't cope. Yeah, I'm the same way. If someone's not eating, I would, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. Because then you just imagine they're just going to be looking at you and you're just, like, chomping away. Yeah, I so we're we're the same in that. So it was easy to do the the Dell versus Bell off because we were all stuffing our faces. But <laughs> also, if like I'm much hungrier than the person that I'm eating with, I might feel a little self conscious because I'm gonna be like scarfing food down, like just shoveling it into my mouth, and the other person's like you know daintily cutting something. So that would probably make me feel weird too. But for the most part, I can eat in front of someone yeah i can pretend and like just get over it but he seems to have a huge wall up in front of himself for that one but he did get a little he got a little weird towards the end when talking about black names and stuff like that and i'm like where is this going and why is this still here and really I, all i wanted to i just wanted to be able to say the name your majesty for some reason <laughs> i'm like i just want that name to come out of my mouth and that's pretty much all i want to say about it <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that that was Jermaine Jackson's son's name so that really made me crack up. It was kind of surprising when Allison said that her niece is named Hennessy. I was like fuck it I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? Um during the I think it's the episode or not the episode the Facebook uh get together when we were at Disneyland I think that's when she said it. No way. <laughs> yeah, because you know how everyone was like, they were saying Henny when I like was on yes. there or something. And then she's like, Henny, like, why are, why is everyone saying Henny or Hennessy? And then, and then she's like, that's my niece's name. And they call her Henny. Oh my gosh. I totally missed that. That's hilarious. I was, I was like to Megan, I was like, I was like, isn't that fucking crazy that, that she has a niece named Hennessy? That is so crazy. <laughs> There's a girl at our kid's school. Her name is Jameson. So I'm like, I wonder what yeah. her parents are up to. <laughs> and then uh, my friend, in, when I was in high school, my friend that worked at this body piercing place, <laughs> he named his daughter Heresy. I'm like, really? What? And then years later on People's Court, my friend and I were watching it and he was on. <laughs> 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 I don't remember what it was for. It was something obviously stupid. I'm like, well, that's not a shocker. <laughs> Anyway, those are many side notes. Shall we talk about the Thursday episode? Let's do it. All right. I thought it was cool. Renee was back. And Oala, Demelade, Adijuwebe. Oh, I think I almost got it. Demi was back on. So that was cool to have someone from Monday be on on Thursday. That really hasn't happened. Except for maybe John Henson. Um, There was a a guy who does... The drug show with Dr. Drew, Drew, who was on also. Can't remember his name, though. Um, Super memorable. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fun having a Demi back on. He's a it's good uh, panel guest. Very good. It's Now it's diverse. You and Trice can settle down a little. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, um, oh, she, she okay. had Dustin on Dustin Marshall from Feral Audio on and I was like texting Megan I was like I want to ask a question because he I remember like a, it was recent but you know a little while back somebody on Twitter asked him if he's aware of 
or like they just asked like that. He has a lot of uh, white people on his on his network, not a lot of diversity on his network. And he like replied like we are completely aware of that and we're trying to work on it. And you know, shortly after, um, Yasser Lester and his brother had a podcast now on Feral, and he just started a new podcast with these two um, Middle Eastern girls called Ethnically Ambiguous. And so I was like. I wanted to ask him about, you know, what made him want to diversify his podcast network. And uh, I started listening to Ethnically Ambiguous, and I really like it because I don't watch the news. So hearing their take on everything going on uh, over there is really interesting, and it's pretty funny. So I was, like, saying to Megan, I was like, I want to ask this question. And, like, you know, any show he was on, I would want to ask it. But the fact that it's on Allison's make me, makes me want to not ask because I'm afraid she's going to think it's, like, a shot at her, which it's not. And then I asked it anyway. But <laughs> I might have been, been too late for the, for the show because she, she was recording it that day. So I'm going to find out pretty soon if she asked him or not. But I would like to know if I see him at PodFest or somewhere else I will make sure to ask him I think that's a good idea I I love that story I didn't think that you were going to say you actually did it because I'm like well okay maybe next time oh you did it okay (laughs) well you know I I even so I asked Terrence about it I was like how like do you have any thoughts on this and uh, he said no not really but I was like why why am I making such a thing of this? It's not like it's not that big of a deal. Like so like why do I keep thinking about it so much? And I don't know, to be honest. But it's probably not because like, you're worried about Allison and her feelings. Or because yeah, you wanna really know. <laughs> but Well, like, I mean, I'm sure you have friends where you guys differ in opinions, right? And you're still friends. No. So, yes, of course. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, I'm I'm going to ask it. She can ask him or not. I don't really care. It's not a shot at her. So she, if she feels that way, that has nothing to do with me. And, you know, I'm still a fan of hers. And hopefully she still likes having me as a fan. So I don't know. That's why I did it. I was like, because it's not, like I said, if he was on any other podcast that was interviewing him, he's only done one other that I know, actually two others, but only one aired. Uh, that I know of, and it's a question I would like to know his answer to, because it's uh, something that I'm interested in. Well, good, and I'm sure a lot of people are too, so I'm glad you asked. We'll see if she asked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll still ask afterwards in case, he, you know, in case she didn't. Mm-hmm. All right, so we were her little cake pops, and um, that's cool. And... Um, I really want, really what I got out of this, I really want to go to Colonel Jeff's dentist, apparently. I I think we've talked about this before. I've had some really bad dentist experiences, but I used to love going to the dentist when I was younger. And then I had this one horrible dentist that was just, she was horrible. Not only, the hygienist sucked too. And I swear to God, they were trying to like, they were, had jobs, well, I think they're trying to do damage so that they could, so I could come back. I'm like, trust me, you've got job security in this mouth. I'm coming back. But they, she was so rough and I felt like she was breaking things. And then the the dentist, the dentist made me cry. And if you know me, I don't cry <laughs> ever. So 
it was, I mean, bad, just a bad, I think I went to her two or three times and I think I cried at least two of the three times going to her. It was horrible. So I found, I found someone new and he's great and everything, but it sounds like, of course, I wouldn't mind running into Colonel Jeff into the, in the lobby, but not as I'm leaving, as I'm getting there. Um, cause I don't want to have Bell's palsy face and try and talk to him. Oh, I was thinking like you'd be drugged up and like, oh. you know, there'd be no filter on what you say. Oh, God. God, I, like three different scenarios just went through my head as you said that. Um, but yeah, so Colonel Jeff's dentist, maybe I'll ask him. Sounds like he's, he's, uh handing that reference out freely well back when jenna i think it was like around the time she was gonna go oh dustin was on the show and he needed a dentist i think um and he he recommended the same guy he said he's great and i don't know whatever came of that but apparently allison just is not taking his recommendation because he mentioned it all the way back then back when dustin was on i mean that was like a year ago over a year ago yeah, I thought I had remembered him mentioning it before. And I think it's funny that she still goes to the same one from when she was a kid. Or at least to the same area. That's a far drive to go to, to get your teeth cleaned. I mean, that's just getting your teeth cleaned. I feel like you could find a decent enough dentist around for that. Yeah, I mean, it's familiarity, I guess. And I don't know. If she's goes to visit her parents often, you know, it wouldn't be that strange. But it's... It's about time she gets one closer to her. I think so. So they touched a little bit on Renee's growing up with a nightmare as a dad. And I love how Allison threw that out first. And then was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe I need to dial it down on what how I'm talking about your dad right now. But it did sound like he was kind of a nightmare. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. Did you Are you going to listen to the podcast, the, uh, Daniel Van Kirk's podcast that Renee was on? Because I, I know a couple of people on the Facebook group. Do you know the? Uh, they, oh, did they post it, or do you know the episode, or what's it called? <laughs> um, I don't remember what it's called. But if you go to Facebook, Leanne was uh, shared the link for oh, somebody. Perfect. So, um, yeah, Leanne, I haven't listened so to it good. yet. <laughs> Shout out to Leanne; she's the best. I haven't. I haven't had time to finish this week's podcast, so I can't add any extras right now. But I might uh, have to give that a listen. Um, I don't know, like like they were talking about that it's, she was saying it's like more interesting to talk about that stuff than like all the times that they were like good parents. So I don't know, maybe it's just an unbalanced opinion because of that interview, but she seems to be okay with her dad now, so. Yeah, and that is true. There's not like, I'm going to come on and talk about all my positive things that go on in life. Like a lot of times my husband would say, man, you went out with some real assholes <laughs> you know tell them stories of stuff i'm like well there were some good ones too but i'm not gonna be like so now that we're in a relationship together let's talk about all my great times i had with other dudes <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's kind of that similar thing like it's not very exciting to talk about how great your dad was or whatever but still the stories sounded kind of scary and growing up with an eating disorder it sounds like her and allison have a lot in common there and that just i mean who knows where, where that all comes from I know where mine came from, but, and it not directly, but from my dad and my mom, I guess, but then it's ultimately me, but it's just, you know, things that happen in your childhood, like mess with your mind and they're stay with you forever. So, you know, trying to deal with that, but it sounds like they're both, 
it's it is interesting how Renee kind of is more on the comedy side of it, which that seems to be more the route that people go. Not that Allison's not funny, but she's not like a stand up, you know, or a puppeteer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you've battled with your weight loss uh, disorder, weight loss with your eating disorder. <laughs> Just I I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're really you're really tipping the scales there. Your eating disorder is just eating food that's been out too long. That's your disorder. Yeah, and I mean, I have food issues. I don't know if everyone does. I know I I do have my own food issues, but never like bulimia or anorexia or anything. But um, yeah, but I love me some leftovers that were left on a counter. Oh my god, you should temperature room. You should... <laughs> You know what? After having food poisoning for the first time, I would gladly be in a coma from pills and wine. I think that was already my answer before anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I've never had it, so I can't tell you. Oh, whatever. You will. So <laughs> it's just a matter of time. I tell you, I'm like, my garbage dump of a stomach got food poisoning? What the hell's happening to me? <laughs> Um, Daniel's food pill thing. I am so on board for this whole Soylent thing. I, but for the opposite reason of Daniel, like for me, I would love to just go like how dogs just get a bag of dog food and it just has full nutrition in there. And that's all you need to eat. I would be happier doing that. So I could just like eat that and not have to deal with the food part. Cause I love food so much that, that taking that part out of it just to be like, can I just eat? And so I can just be alive and then just mo go on with my day. Like the whole ritual of eating is like there's so much that goes into it. And then now when you're addicted to it, it's like now you have that other layer of like you have to eat it and you have to manage it. And it's hard to do that. Yeah. When, you know, when he first mentioned this a while back, I was like, that sounds terrible. But if if like you're saying, like if it was like a pill you could take that had all the nutrition that you needed for the day but I could still eat, you know, whatever I wanted that yes. I would be into because, you know, part of the problem with eating a ton of shitty food is that there's no nutrition in it. So if we could balance that out with a pill, I would be all for it. But as far as giving up regular food for a pill, that's nuts. And it's like now <laughs> just getting back to my food issues, but like I love eating like Food is so good. I love going to new restaurants. I love going and, and just trying a bunch of different shit. So that sounds like the opposite of a utopia for me. It sounds like a nightmare. It does. It sounds like hell because you're right. Like I love going to every like new restaurant or trying new things. I But but then it, then it borders on the fact that like I hate how I look and I hate how like I feel after I eat food and like I have like a horrible relationship with food. I think it's gotten better over the years, but still, it's just like, ugh, I, I just let the enemy in too much, too often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So David Huntsberger wasn't on this episode, and I think he's going to be gone for at least a month or two, I think. He's on the road. And he played in L.A., and I was, I actually thought, I'm going to go to this show. That would be so much fun. Little did I know that Allison was going to be there. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, well, I'm just waiting in line with Allison. That would just, like, top my whole month. Oh, this reminds me of something. I already 
have such anger at people who live in New York and LA for all the cool shit that goes on there. And they just have like, they, you know, I'm going to try to be civilized here. So (laughs) Allison did, was a judge on a comedy show. And as far as I know, none of the fans went to go see her. I'm sure there were, there were a few in the crowd or whatever, but like none that we know, like, you know, uh, I think Ray, Ray had his, uh, daughter's birthday and I know I'm uh, like why didn't Megan and I go to this I don't understand Megan said she was working but oh I didn't and, I don't think I really knew exactly what she was talking about and that it was coming up so soon and then it just passed by and so now I'm one of those assholes that don't go to things that are close yeah so I I was just like how the fuck are you people living in the same state and you don't <laughs> even go and support that's shitty we're uh, shitty fans that's my new yeah. nickname. I'm shitty fan Lisa. No, nah, I think you were in Washington at the time. Okay, I'm so in it's forgivable. Washington. I'm still a fucking rad fan. Back and right back at it. Megan is in my good graces, so I can't and she was working. I can't, you know. Okay. But so Ray, had really an excuse. Your daughter Ray has really? birthday every year. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh god. You've had sixteen of them already. You could have missed <laughs> one. Aren't you bored with them already? <laughs> oh, um, so Allison is famous for doing this and this is another thing that I have in common with her. And I'm wondering if you have this also where you make, you make situations even more awkward. And I know we talked about this on another episode as far as like, if someone gives me a compliment, then I make it awkward. But this is like, they were talking about, and this is funny that they were talking about this with, uh, Demi was saying this, who's he talking about? Oh, about someone that, in the room that was, that was gay. So then he had to keep making comments but they're like awkward comments it's almost like oh i want to get along with everybody but then you end up just like overboard and he was joking about coming back in like full like rainbow outfit (laughs) 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 but those are the that's like my whole life i feel like i'm in a room and i'm like i want to i want to relate to this person or i want to interact so then i end up saying something totally stupid and making things awkward and then trying to overcompensate for it and being even weirder and I feel like that's 100% Allison. And do you do those things? Um, never. <laughs> but I would like to hear an example of when you did. Oh, God. The only one that could come to my mind. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and share this story. And, and I could probably preface a lot of my stories with this, but I swear I'm not racist. <laughs> So my husband and I went wine tasting and <laughs> we've done a lot of assholey things when we, when we drink and this wasn't the racist part, but we went wine tasting. I think it was for his birthday. And when you go wine tasting, like I'm no, I don't waste wine. I don't spit it out. I drink every drop in even the bad wines. I drink it all. So then we're drunk. And you have to drive from winery to winery. And basically, the cops kind of leave you alone because they, I'm sure they get a lot of kickbacks. But anyway, but you stay civilized. You just stay in line. So not me. I decided to go like a little (laughs) off-roading on my way to the next winery, which is like, clearly you're drunk driving like a total asshole right now. And so this lady pulls up next to me and she's like, you're drunk driving. And we're like, whatever, fuck off. (laughs) So then the next winery you go to, guess who's there at the bar? Them. (laughs) (laughs) So then we're just like, oh, like, this is how we get. We start talking tough. Like, we need to go fight people. 
And there's no way I'm going to be fighting anybody. It's just like we just start talking tough. So then like these, uh, this, uh, these, this two couples come in, they're friends with each other. These two couples come in uh, and they're black and they come and hang out next to us and they start hearing what we were talking about. And they're like, who, what's going on? So then we get in them in on it <laughs> and all of these things. So like now we're like hanging out with them and partying with them. And I always have to mention that my cousin is black. So I brought that up somehow. <laughs> like, how do you fit that into a conversation? Like, oh, it's cool. We're, we're, we're cool. My cousin's black. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> um, they have some snacks at the winery and we were all outside. First of all, and we also crashed a wedding with them too. So then we're all sitting around talking or whatever and I stole something from the winery and I brought it out to share and I put it out in the middle. I'm like, well, I brought crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it like in the middle of us and it was just like, why? Why is anybody friends with us? Why does anybody talk to us? But they ended up getting our phone number and like wanted to hang out later. And I was like barfing my brains out. So I haven't done that for very long. I don't drink and drive that. I swear to God, I don't even know when I've done it a few times in my life and totally regret it. And that was one of them where it's like, we totally could have gotten arrested at a winery. <laughs> but I make those kind of comments, especially like making, just making it awkward where it's like, okay, we're just hanging out. Like we don't need to keep making, mentioning anything about being black. Like we don't have to do that. We can just hang out and be people. This is like what we were talking about on the last episode with Trice. Like, it's like, we can just hang out. It doesn't have to be like what Demi was saying too. Like, can we i just write a show that's not like hey everybody i'm black i know it and <laughs> and whatever it's just we're just all hanging out together and so those are the kinds of things that i'll do that happens and then i'm sure there's others that i can't think of but that's the one that popped in my head where i'm like uh just like why just shut up and just hang out like they're just hanging out with us not because we're white because we're hanging out <laughs> stupid yeah um, yeah. I know I, I come off as like, uh, I hate the whites. I know I come off that way on here. I swear I don't. I'm not just hanging out with Lisa every time I'm in California to prove that I'm cool. But, uh, well, I mean, where else are you going to get the crackers? That's, you know what I bring to the <laughs> You party. bring the crackers. <laughs> what hmm. an idiot. Total idiot. Uh, yeah. So we got some Jenna and Al updates, which I thought was great. I love the fact that they're in the market for a golf cart and their whole lifestyle seems to be changing. Everyone keeps saying we want a tour of the house on Twitter and I don't know if they've posted that or if they're going to, but I, they need to do this. I want to see where they're living and how, you know, just what it looks like. So in my mind, it's like this giant plantation house, but I'm sure it's a McMansion house, not, you know, so I'm curious to know about that, but... Um, I don't, I don't, I would suggest that they don't do a house tour. I just, but that's because I'm a paranoid weirdo who doesn't mm. like. Maybe not the outside 100%, especially not their address, of course. Well, but it, I think the inside is just as bad, but. Really? I think you could show a couple of rooms, you know, but like not like literally the whole right. house. But We don't want to see their jacuzzi or their S&M closet. We <laughs> well, get it. <laughs> the. On Instagram, she posts a lot of videos, and so they have, like, a little basketball hoop in their backyard, and they just showed a video in the backyard, which is spacious, let me tell you. You can see that there are a couple of deer 
back there. Aww. And I was just like, man, they, I, I was just, I was even thinking I should like look up what houses go for down there, but oh. I can tell you that it, it's gotta be a bargain compared to, uh, LA. Oh yeah. It's a bargain, but like you have to live in Georgia. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I know there are I've a lot been... of fans <laughs> from yes. Georgia and, uh, I've heard great things about there Georgia. are worse places to live. Uh, that's, I think is what's on their sign. Welcome to Georgia. There are worse places to live. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could handle that kind of heat, but uh, and the bugs and all that. But you know, I'm I can live anywhere. I can just do it. But would I want to? No. Being in Washington this past weekend, and I was like, I'm. This is the best place on earth. I love. I love it there. Like I don't want to shut my eyes because it's so beautiful. Like everything looks fake. It's so pretty. And also, it's like a little bit overcast sometimes, and then the sun comes out, and I like the little little bit of mixture. But everyone keeps saying, yeah, you haven't been there when it's actually, like, real shitty weather. <laughs> Every time we go, it's summertime, but that's where I could see myself. But uh, needing a golf cart. They talked about golf cart and golf cart safety and just the fact that people get around on those in their neighborhoods. We've talked about getting one to get around to our neighbors, but now it's like, well, there's no real need because we... We really just can walk. It's not that far. But we have a bar at the end of our neighborhood. And I always thought, oh, that'd be fun to have a golf cart to go there to. But I've lived here for five years and gone there once. So that's that negates that. We don't need, we honestly don't need one. We were going to also get one to go to the Elks Lodge, but we don't need that either. Especially because you're drinking. So we just Uber. But um, I have had some golf cart incidents. And I'm curious if you have. <laughs> Um, I have not, but I would like to hear yours. <laughs> They're so bad. <laughs> well, okay, so when I was a nanny, a live-in in Laguna Beach, they everybody has a golf cart there because they have a private beach and everyone, that's how you get around there because it's, you know, small roads and everything, so it's easy. So I was taking the kids around. I always had the kids with me, always, you know, going to the beach or going to the park or wherever. And one of the times... <laughs> They parked it on the driveway, which was had like a little, there was like a little uh, planter box in front of, of where it parked. So I turn around, put it in reverse. So I, I turn my head around and put it in reverse. So I'm like looking backwards and I press the gas and it was in drive instead of reverse. So I went over the wall and into the planter. <laughs> and then, and I don't think the kids were on it that time. Then I was watching like extra kids so I had like five kids on there and we were going and I went to go and like two of the kids rolled off the back <laughs> <laughs> and then a third one is I was driving up the hill and you know if a car comes you kind of like pull over and wave so I I pulled over a little bit and waved and I there was like this branch coming out and I crashed into it and it crumpled the whole top <laughs> So I had to drive it back to my boss and be like, I crumpled your golf cart. It was really bad. Really embarrassing. Um, it, I thought someone was going to end me. up dead in these <laughs> no. stories. So you're doing all right. Okay, good. I, I also ran out of um, power at some point, too, where we had to like roll down the hill. <laughs> but it was just like, how am I in charge of anybody ever? I don't really know. Like I, the things I was in charge of doing, I'm like there. I feel like there should be somebody for this. Oh, it's me. Cool. 
I feel like this could be like a kind of like a sitcom, like a young kind of like punk rock teen is like a babysitter <laughs> in a like a affluent neighborhood. That it seems would like be, it could be a good show. Th- that would be really good. There were so many different little stories from living there that I was just like, I can't believe this is happening right now. But OK, weird and just like and then those like little funny things where just daily life things that don't happen everywhere else. But yeah, I definitely didn't fit in with the rest of the nannies. They didn't really talk to me. I didn't speak Spanish. And uh, they didn't like me. <laughs> they were nice enough. It was fine. But I think they were worried I was going to take their job. So the <laughs> people started passing me around because they're like, oh, there's this, uh, there's this kid that can crash our car up. <laughs> our cart. <laughs> no. But yeah, it was interesting. There were There were a lot of interesting experiences there that were great and funny and weird but yeah are you gonna write it now are you gonna maybe uh what's his face chris frangiola can think can green light this one (laughs) well i so they were they were talking about the golf carts and like what is it it does seem like something fun like um the closest i could say to a golf cart that i've driven is a go-kart and it is super fun but it, it and it's weird because you we drive every day, like all the time. So it's weird that it's so, it's like such a novelty. But so I was trying to think of, um, you know, they were saying like, well, cause you know, you're like, there's no seat belts. You just, once you're done driving, just stand up and you're outside of the golf cart now. And so I was thinking like, I guess something similar would be to drive a Jeep with the doors off, you know, mm, like the top yes. off of the doors off or whatever. But even then, my friend had a Jeep, and we took the doors off, like, one time when he, like, probably right when he bought it. And uh, it's uh, kind of fun, but I still feel like a golf cart would be more fun. It is. So, and there is something about it. And I don't know if it's just because it's the open air and it's like a bike. but So it's not as – like, it's so much work to get into a car for some reason. But you just hop in and go. The key's already in there. You're just like – I don't know. I don't know why there's a difference, but it, there totally is. Yeah, um, I would like to live in a place where you could just go from place to place in your golf cart. But also, I feel like eventually I'd get pretty tired of that. Yeah, this neighborhood, if they just had a little grocery store, you'd be done. Like, you wouldn't have to go anywhere. It was awesome. And I was on the beach more than everybody that lived there. I would go to the beach with my dog, and I would be the only one there. I'm like, how is this possible? (laughs) What are you guys paying for? <laughs> because I'm the one enjoying all of this. But yeah. Golf carts. Get into it. I'm looking forward to some golf cart updates with Jenna and Al. <laughs> so the iTunes comment of the week, she finally brought it back. And it's interesting hearing it with not Al and with the music still. I thought they would change it up maybe. Or I guess I didn't even think the music would be there. I just thought that went with Al <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, you know, what's funny is I need to re-listen to this episode, but I don't even remember hearing the music, so I guess they, I didn't even notice. They played it, and I didn't really hear all together the, the negative one. The nice one was by someone, by, oh my gosh, by someone, that doesn't even make sense, does it? I don't know, from Devin, <laughs> a nice one from Devin. I don't know who he or she is, but that was a really nice one. The negative one, I don't know who it was from. 
But they referenced that they said that the show sound like bad di- a bad diarrhea fart, I think. And I think I'm paraphrasing because I don't know exactly. I couldn't really understand. I didn't really hear it. It kind of like in one ear and out the other. But uh, I don't I just don't understand the, the need to to write a negative comment. It makes no sense to me. But I th- I do think it's funny that she she says them. The only thing is, is usually the negative one is the one that starts all the conversation and makes it like this funny part of the show. Which kind of sucks that the positive one doesn't really get the accolades, but it's like, oh, the negative one made this show totally funny with all these inside jokes. But Allison kind of switched straight to, well, and then Patreon and blah, blah, blah. So it didn't really like start a conversation. But uh, yeah, to the asshole, go away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, speaking of Patreon... The next bonus episode is going to be with Greg Heller. Uh, do you know when that comes out? I don't know if it's come out yet. I'm paying I attention. think they just recorded it yesterday. So, I mean, any day now, really. That's right. Because she just posted his fashion jacket video on Patreon, which I was dying to see the last time. And we recorded and didn't talk about it. That that episode about the, the I almost said the your majesty of his coat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i forgot that she just posted a, i think today so we actually get to see a video of it if you guys aren't on patreon this this by far is uh above and beyond the reason to get it okay on the on the subject of the fashion jacket i've seen that video before so either he tweeted it or put it on instagram maybe it was an instagram story and you can't see it anymore but i know for a fact i've seen that same video before so um, well, then not don't as support exciting her on for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, support her on Patreon because the next episode is going to be great. I still haven't caught up on all of the bonus episodes. She puts out so many that it's amazing, you know, to have all of that backed up. And the only ones that are timely are the ones from Daniel, which now he's got his own podcast, The Watching Hour, which is available on iTunes. So you don't even have to be a Patreon supporter for that. But I still have a couple of Jenna ones. I if you can believe it, have not listened to the Colonel Jeff one. And I don't know why, I don't know why that is. Oh, that's a good one. You should listen to it. Um, he answered my questions and, uh, many others as well. Well, it's definitely worth it. It's worth the, the patronage. Is that the word? <laughs> the patronage Shh, to Patreon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. Shall we talk about JMOs? I suppose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you pick one? Or should we just... Um, No, I didn't pick... There was one I wanted to talk about, but I didn't write it down, and I can't remember what it was. Um, also, Rachel's going to be coming through the door any minute. She, I told her, text me when you're on the way, because the dog, you know, freaks out when oh, someone yeah, comes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could like know to mute my mic or whatever, but okay. just let you know. Okay. If you if I suddenly stop talking, it's because I muted it. <laughs> and then I'll just tell some stories about how I relate to Allison and how yeah. we're the same. Okay, perfect. So uh, I wrote down a couple of different things. The JMO, I don't know who sent it in, but whenever you hear somebody named after a city, that's you always think that that's the city they were conceived in. I also think that. But I think that was the best line of both episodes was Colonel Jeff saying, well, then everyone would be named Vagina. (laughs) 
I died laughing. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, Leela Rolling Stone, she talked about the beach and people being too close. Uh, I totally relate to that. And like, of course, if it's a crowded beach, you screw you, whatever. That's that's how it is. But I've had that so many times where people come all the way. And it's like endless beach and you come sit right next to me and and usually it's somebody with a radio where i'm like really <laughs> i do i want to listen to flow rider right now probably not <laughs> but <laughs> i don't understand this but then they also talked about the dog beach which i've had that issue with the dog beach it's always the people that don't have their dogs on a leash which you're supposed to but um they just let the dogs roam around and the dogs will come like pee on our towels or like step all over our stuff and the the owners are just like just sunbathing and not paying attention it's like oh it's just like going to the park where there's always a person with a shitty kid it's like now we have to go to the beach with a shitty dog (laughs) the stupid people that can't take care of their shit is really where i was going with that but yeah personal space i don't understand the people that want to be right up on your shit always well, you know, the solution to that is to throw all their stuff into the ocean. <laughs> yes. Just don't get caught in any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is I did have an Apple Teeny horror story myself. So another way that Alice and I are just the same. I'm not an Apple Teeny person. I also like old man drinks. Not the ones that she drinks, but I definitely like old man drinks. But I did have an Apple Teeny night where I drank too much of them and I went to go to sleep, pass out, and I got up to go throw up into the bathroom. And then when I woke up, I realized I was not in the bathroom. I was in my bed still. And I had just sat up and like barfed along the, the wall. <laughs> uh, so that was that was my apple te- last apple teeny, first and last apple teenies ever. Ugh, I can't even smell like that Jolly Rancher. It's like, ugh, that smells like an apple teeny to me. Yeah, that's the thing with those um, like sugary, fruity drinks is that that's how they get you that they're like, they go down so easy that you overdo it. And then, you know, end up puking along your wall, apparently. But on the subject of uh, fruity drinks, I, I bought two. uh, Last episode, I mentioned that I was drinking um, a peach, peach arita, and I also had a mango arita. So, shout out to uh, Joanna, but I had the pe- or the mango one yesterday, and I think it's the best of all of them that I've had. Oh, so, that just check made those me out. Gag. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you had some champagne coolies. That I would be into. I'd be into that too. There's no shame over here. <laughs> How do you know we're not together? Uh. The other thing, the laundry bat I don't know who, a couple of them. The laundry basket etiquette, I was horrified by the dirty and cl- clean clothes in one basket. I, what, I, no, no. I have a clean basket and a dirty basket. They never commingle. And putting them in the same basket, then what's the point? I don't, under, I, hmm, no. Yeah, I, I didn't get that either. I have also two separate baskets, so now I, I thought that was kind of weird, but now I'm glad to know that I'm not alone. I was even going to send that in as a JMO, even though that's real hard hitting, you know, story. But then I thought, no, everybody has that. Nobody's going to have, you know, of course you're going to separate it. But then this is a whole different thing. Just 
And nobody seemed bothered by it. You're going to have your dirty clothes in with your clean clothes? I don't even... That doesn't even... No. I I can't. So, one other thing they talked about, the Mahjong. <laughs> Shockingly, I've never played that. I, of course, pictured George's mom winning mm-hmm. and being very proud of herself. But I've never played it, and I think... And I've always wanted to play it. Are you youngsters playing some hipster Mahjong League? Because I picture that, too, happening. Well, I don't live in Brooklyn, so I wouldn't know, but, um, you know, I, it's one of, it's kind of like one of those things you hear about, but I have like they mentioned, I have no idea how it's played. I don't know what the purpose of it is. And to be honest, I don't think I would want to play it. It doesn't seem like the like kind of game for me. A glorified dominoes. It's similar. I think you have to match up the end, the pictures. My grandma used to play it. She was more of a bridge gal and maybe a canasta gal. And uh, so, but I would see the Mahjong tiles maybe later on, maybe in, you know, in the nineties or something. I definitely feel like it came back. Like when you started seeing 20 year olds knitting and stuff like at the bars, I'm like, Mahjong's going to be creeping in here any second now, isn't it? Wait, they knit at the bar? Yeah. Like I started seeing young people knitting everywhere at bars at wherever. That just was like a thing for a while. I haven't seen it lately, but. Uh, and then, you know, and then everyone's getting gray hair. I'm like, why? <laughs> People are picking the wrong things to like about being old because bingo. Hello. <laughs> yeah. The, I guess one good thing is that like now millennials can like learn how to play these old timey games. Cause if you go like on your, on your smartphone into the app stores and whatnot, there's, there's uh, all kinds of games. So if you want to learn how to play Mahjong, I'm sure there's a, a game on there to teach you. All right. Okay. Podfest. We're getting a Mahjong tournament going. It's happening. Superfan Megan is totally into this. I know it. After seeing her tweets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it, I guess. I can you start are. practicing now so I can, you know, really make some money on this trip. Hustling <laughs> people at Mahjong. <laughs> yeah, we can learn on our apps or whatever. You know, we can do it modern style. <laughs> I'm so lame. And if you didn't know that already, just listen to the past hour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's a good place to end it. What do you think? I think that's the perfect place. Well, very good. Thank you for doing this with me on a Friday. Thank you for filling in last week. I had the best time at Twin Peaks Festival. I hope I get to share some of my stories on Daniel's show. I don't know if that's going to be a thing. But if I don't, then I'll share some of my stories on here because... Super fun. I had such a great time. And thank you. And oh, it's, it's going to be a thing because I'm going to tweet him like, hey, when the fuck is Lisa's episode going to air? Because I want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself. I, you know, with the last thing, I'm like, I don't know. But, you know, I trust Daniel a little bit more. But uh, if you want to be on this lovely show, and why wouldn't you, email BFFanCast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFanCast and follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Uh, last week was Brittany's birthday. I didn't say happy birthday on, on maybe two weeks ago on the episode. She's going to be here next week. I'm hoping we can get her back on here, but that might not happen. If it does, then y'all will be very excited about that. Uh, little Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. Um, I'm stuck at however many followers I have. I don't really tweet about anything other than rap music, so... Probably a good reason why I'm stuck. Well, now at, that you're going to uh, be followers. tweeting about Mahjong, that might open up some doors to you. 
Oh boy, I can't wait to get that flood of Mahjong followers. <laughs> a bunch of 80 year olds that don't know how to tweet. Like, what is this? <laughs> oh yes. Well, thank you again. And Brittany, I love you. I'll see you in a few days. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs>